Warning, this episode may include sensitive content. Please be advised to stop listening if you feel triggered. But we can't say that because it might trigger people. Why? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to trigger people out here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're listening to You're the listening M-Word to Podcast. The M-Word. Hello, 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 hello. Is it working? Is it working? Can you hear us? Oh, no, no, no. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody. I like I'm, I'm that. Oh gosh, I'm just gonna move closer, everyone. Hang on, stand up quickly. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to the M Word Podcast. It's always us again. Chrissy and Kimmy, your host, your favorite people in the world ever, ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. And we out here. (laughs) (laughs) We did some good self-care today. Did we? Oh yeah, I did. How about you? I did, I did. I went to get my nails did. Same. I got my nails did. If you follow me on Instagram again, you would have seen that. I got my nails done. This might be recent, anyways, because it's a recent episode, so they they'll see it. What? Anyways, <laughs> sorry, I got make a, they'll see my nails. So, because this is coming out tomorrow. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So guys, we yeah. never usually leave it. Actually, yeah, we we, yeah, we, we have do. left it quite late. Um, but, but oh well. we try to stay current. <laughs> yeah, we try and stay current and move with the times because the times will move without without time us. moves without regardless. Us. That's it. Yeah. That is literally it. So we did self-care. Episode done. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the, the moral of the story. And that's your take-home message. So we'll Bye. see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, we've um, got a lot of talk. talk yeah, about, we, we did talk some about. self-care and you went to get your hair done yesterday. I got my hair done by my girl, Sasha. Follow her. What's her handle? She doesn't do hair for other people oh matters she for me she's my personal hairdresser oh sh- shut up boy look at sasha are you hearing this your girl's <laughs> cock blocking you from business you know um wow she, hasn't got, uh, she used to do hair but she doesn't do hair anymore like that like unless oh. someone needs so if you want to do your hair then let me know and i'm gonna message her for you how about that <laughs> just volunteering her <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see. But yeah, she's really good. She did my hair mm-hmm. that you guys will see soon. Mm-hmm. Got my nails done. Looking nice, nice. And um, what else did I do? We had a nice fry Got my eyebrows done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we had a fry up at my house. Yeah, we had English breakfast. Mine's with rice, obviously. Yeah, that's we don't do adapted bread. version of <laughs> English breakfast. Filipinos will know this. And you cannot deny this. You have breakfast with your fry up. You do. Um, you just do. I you normally want to have it with bread. Eggs, sausage, bacon, rice. Even fish sometimes. You even really? have noodles in there for breakfast. No- what? Yes. When I go home to the Philippines. Noodles of bacon, yes. egg and... Actually, I've had bacon in my noodles. Yes. Yeah. When we go home to the Philippines, every morning, my grandma's got everything on deck. Mm-mm. Sausages, mm. hot dogs, mm-hmm. eggs, bacon, wow, wow. fried rice. Tomatoes. Egg fried rice. You got vegetables if you want. I love you got vegetables. the cut up fruits. Wow! In the noodles? No, <laughs> on the sides. Oh, you okay. mix and match. That's a lot yeah, going on. Ones. Yeah, it's a lot going on, but that's breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Filipinos can eat I rice breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. I mean, I've seen that in real is. life with Kim, to be honest. She's had, <laughs> when we used to live together, she used to have rice in the morning, rice in the afternoon, <laughs> rice as a snack, <laughs> rice for dinner. I was just like, girl. You know, and I think I feel like I used to eat a lot of rice because of you. Like, I eat rice anyways, but. Yeah, because I had that rice cooker. Yeah, and, and then it'd be like, "Is there is there rice in the rice cooker?" Yeah, but, mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, "Yeah, but can you cook some for me?" Yeah, oh, yeah, I love that. We used to have a lot of rice. That's the dynamic. I used to eat rice a lot. No, rice is life. Rice is life. And Hashtag had, rice is life. Right, and I had good quality rice. True, all we had, the time. What, basmati. All the, never. <gasps> Wait, Kim, you don't use That's basmati. That's blasphemous. <gasps> There's no way. Oi! No All way. my Ghanaians out there, did you hear what she just said? That's blasphemy. Said, Basmati rice is blasphemous. You know, that's the rice used <laughs> for our jollof, by the way. What rice do you what, use? Is it is is it the long one? That's that long separates? one. That's the what the Nigerians use. Which because basmati is like the one that's that are like you they're thin, but they separate. Like, yeah, that's what that's basmati. See, we only use that if we make fried rice. What do you use normally? Like, not extremely sticky, but rice that sticks together. Okay, but like so you can not long it out. Then. No, 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 no. It's slightly like basmati. Or it's just sticky, sticky rice. Basmati is okay, but not with normal meals for me. It has to be fried rice ah. with like I don't know something saucy. Okay, I think rice is rice to me, except from long grain <gasps> rice. Long grain rice is rice like is not just rice, <laughs> and that's why Nigerian jollof doesn't bang. Ah, I think it does. I think it's nice. No. Which one do you think is better, Ghanaian or Nigerian? I've not tasted. Ghanaian fried uh, jollof. Sorry. Have you not? No, you, you haven't even fed me. This is how I know <laughs> you're not real. <laughs> because I don't really. You know what's funny? I don't really like jollof as much as I, I like jollof. Yeah, but I don't. It's not my favorite favorite. Because you know how people are like oh my god jollof. I prefer mm-hmm. fried rice. I'd rather go for fried rice than jollof. Really? Yeah, because jollof is just plain. Really, it's just orange. So fried rice can yeah, be. Yeah, well, but fried rice, you got veg, yeah, you got, veg, you got yeah. pork or um, mm. beef, you got um, egg. prawn, mm. egg. You know, it's a mixture of stuff. Whereas jollof is just even. You might have meat in there, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. But most of the time, jollof is plain. It's just rice. Well, um, flavored rice. The places I've been to, like Bay's, like family gatherings mm. and that, there's always both. Yeah, with so meat you have in there. both. Yeah, you like, can do. So that's that's the only jollof. So what long taste. long grain is what you're having. Because yeah, that's what they have. That's what the Nigerians have. What's that's, wrong with it? There's nothing. No, wrong it's not. No, <laughs> no, it's wow. not. Once you taste, listen. Once you taste Ghanaian jollof, yeah, you you you'll know the truth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'll like. taste it when you feed it to me. But so no, far, hate me if you want, guys. I know I'm gonna get some hate it. here. You know, I believe it when I taste it. But Ghanaian rice is number one. Number one. Maybe then it'll be um, Nigerian jollof. But I still don't even think they make number two because I think ah! um, um, wow. Sierra Leone, I think they make jollof as well, I don't know. But their jollof probably bangs. Why don't my friends feed me? Yeah. This is not fair. What I feed you, you guys Filipino food. Yeah, Give me nice. some nice, I don't know, like what, what do you have? What, do you want to have okra soup? Why not? I like okra. <laughs> what, with the soup? Would I've never it had it soup? with the soup. Actually, I've had That's it in my a favorite. stew. Mm, that's nice. So, a stew full of veg, yeah, but it'll be chopped meat. up proper, like really small, and it's proper. Um, yeah. Um, slimy. Oh, I love that. I, I don't know, know about like that. It. You know, I mean, I could used to firm it when they were like my my um, grandma would keep it whole and put it in the in the stew, and I'd have to just bite into it. No, and feel I, I like it. It's chopped mucus, proper small, like, so it's proper. Sh- it's like you're eating a snail. 
Don't say that. Because that's going to put... Actually, no, it would never put me off. Mucus. Um, Okra soup. And it's so Glue. nice. And it's got lamb I don't understand it. Why? Well, it's slimy. Yeah. Because it's not... I love the fact that it's slimy. It's just <laughs> so... Girl, you don't know. The only slimy thing I can eat is like like oily fish. It's oily fish slimy. You know, like... I don't really eat that. Tuna can be oily. Cod. Cod liver oil. Stuff like that. But I mean, otherwise, I don't, really I don't. The okra is just a different level. I love okra soup. Different That's my level fave. of slime that reminds me of other. I remember when I used to have loads of kenke and stuff. See that you haven't fed me. Kenke, by the way, guys, is a Ghanaian dish, and it looks like. I don't know what it looks like. And I know what it looks like, but I can't explain it. Try remember, it. it was the one where it was like covered in like a leaf. Remember, I used to have it all the time at uni, and I used oh. to cut my tomatoes. What is it? Is it like a... What is it? What's it made of? Um, That's a good question. I is think it yam? No. I think it's cassava. Oh, I like Let that. Let me see. We have a cassava um, dessert in Philippines called cassava cake. And it's probably that, but sweet. This one is... It's, it's got an aftertaste that's a bit like... Not bitter, but it's like... Mm. Let me show you. This is Genking. Oh, you know, we make our cassava cakes in um, banana leaves, so it's similar-ish. Mm. But you have it savoury, well, whereas yeah, we savory. have it, like, So sweet. in, in, it's, in, um, well, it's dumpling, apparently. Sa- sourdough dumpling, oh, okay. It's like, what is it actually made of? Cornmeal, that's it. Oh, so it's not, um... Oh, they have it in, um, the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah, like See, Jamaica as well. I wish I would know, because but anyways, Genke is my really friends nice. don't feed me. Oh, yeah, ground and corn, that's it. Ground corn. Mm. Yeah. Maize. So, yeah, that's what it is, basically. Oh, uh, and then you have it with like red peppery stew or sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's made from tomatoes blended with onion and um, scotch bonnet. And it's really oh, spicy. Oh, that's a bit too much. No, it's going to be spicy. I can only deal a certain level of spice. Guys. And you have fish. You can have like dried fish or you can have like any type of fish. I have it with like tuna. Oh. And chicken. I love that. Or sometimes I have it with egg. I have it. Oh, I have it. You can, you can make it with any side. Egg. <laughs> yeah, I would do random stuff like a boiled egg next to it. And then you can just cut up your tomatoes and your onions. It's Is just... it true that Ghanaians yeah. have egg with everything? It's very true. Really? Well, I didn't know it was an actual thing, you know, because naturally we just have loads of eggs, boiled egg wow. with, like, food. It's but we tend to have it with soup. Oh, We put a boiled okay. egg in soup. So if we have, for example, like pounded jam, for example, yeah. with soup, yeah, then we'll just put, like, a boiled egg in That's there. the same as... um. So my um sister-in-law, she's Bengali... And that she puts like egg in mm. in her um, curries and stews and stuff like mm. that. Always there's boiled eggs in there. Yeah. Um, even with the uh, seafood boil that we bought, she boiled eggs at home. I would do the same. <laughs> and she put it in because, there. I don't know. Boiled egg is just beautiful. It is good. It is good. I, I mean, I, I eat a lot of scotch. Scotched eggs. Oh, scotched eggs. Oh, <laughs> See, I don't like scotch. I don't like anything that's just fake. Like it's an egg, but it's got stuff around it. Like, why do you need to do that? I mean, Filipinos don't really... Uh, we don't really put... I mean, there's some soups that my mum makes that she puts mm. boiled eggs in it, but it's not really... It's like a rare one. Like, we eat it as fried... Or... Fried egg? Oh, yeah, no, so I was thinking, how can you make a fried... Yeah. I know a fried <laughs> sorry, sorry. Fried boiled egg? Yeah, what? Fried... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was I was like, you're frying the boiled egg? No. Is that fried... <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> fried... <laughs> 
fried egg or you put it in the fried rice. Mm, you know, that's yeah, like yeah. the only time you eat eggs. Or we, we use it in a lot of our desserts. Like leche flan is literally made of egg whites. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no. Well, it's really nice. Really nice. Um, like you literally put it everywhere, but not like you guys do. Um. Oh, that's nice. You get I love boiled egg. I love boiled... I think the the best part of the boiled egg is the the, the white bit. Oh, yeah. The actual thing. Uh, do you not like the middle? I used to hate it. My mom used to make me eat it. Oh, no. When it's, like, too cooked, I don't like that. Like Does it taste like yeah, chalk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only have it if it's I kind like when of it's yellow still. Oh, no. See, girl. No, 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 no. When it's a little bit mushy girl. orange... Mm. See, I like my fried eggs runny. Hmm. Yeah, and so the middle of my boiled eggs cannot be hard. No, no, no. I want hard, it hard boiled. 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 I can't do that. I'm That's why. Remember, we I, used to, I used to boil the egg for like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, like, all the water would be eva- gone. <laughs> evaporated. <laughs> and then I'll know it's done. No, no, no. I'm like, yep, that's a real... It's a no from me. ...boiled egg. <laughs> I don't want to... Because the thing is, I'm scared that you're opening it's bare, it's fake. Like, you just open it, it's what like, does not that done. Mean? It's not done. And the middle's like How orange. Would an egg be fake? And it's like, you open it and it's like, stuff coming out. I hate that stuff. No, that's called undercooked. <laughs> no, people have that with them... What do they call it? Oh, those... The soldier stuff. Oh, Whatever my they gosh, call it. The, Dipping um... in bread and egg. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. How do they... You know, that's raw. You know the that when it's slimy like that and the white bit slimy, oh. that's raw. I don't think you should be eating that. What are they called? Soldiers. You get salmonella. Um, oh. I can't remember what it's, it's called. So, something, it's not poached eggs. No, it's like, like egg soldiers or something. Yeah, yeah. When they put in them cup holders and yeah, they put like so strips dumb. of bread and fam. I was like, what kind of meal is this? No, because when I came to this raw. country, I saw that. I was like, what kind of, what that's kind really of meal? Odd, isn't it? It's odd. <laughs> like, who thinks? Let me. Not boil it. My grandma properly. would laugh. My grandma would be like, oh, and <laughs> what dip, is this And dip bread. Bread, by the <laughs> like, way. Where's the rice? <laughs> it's weird. But anyways, each to their own. Each to their own. If you enjoy that, each then good on you. If you like eggy soldiers. I mean, I put um, runny... I have runny eggs. Like, just the middle bit's runny. And I put it all over my rice when Mm-mm, I eat it. girl. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like everything well done, except for my steak. What's your... Medium well? Yeah. Ew. No, no. Um, no, medium... <laughs> Yeah, no, medium, just medium. No, it should be medium rare. And no, I over. get medium rare. Do you? Was it medium well that I get? Medium well that you get. I Chewy get... stuff. No, that's not even. I get when the, the middle bit is red. Yes. Like, not too red, <laughs> but like red. Medium rare. I think I get medium rare. I get that all What rare. do you get? Medium rare to then rare. Then I get the one above you. Medium. Yeah, that's what I said, medium. <laughs> that's what I get. Then yeah. that's not red in the middle, is it? It's, it's still a bit cooked. red. It's still got a hint of it's redness. Pink. It's like pale yeah, pink. It's, yeah. And I think that's perfect. <laughs> I think that's the perfect state. No, no, no. When honey. you see the blood oozing. Oh, no, honey. It's not blood. Say no. It's what not is blood. It it's some, I can't remember. I read something. It looks like blood, but it's actually not blood. So if something looks like blood, then what could it be? <laughs> then it must remember. be a. It must be. <laughs> if it looks like a. Blood. Then it, then it must be a blood. <laughs> no, it must. <laughs> I can't remember who it is. I'm going to get it up and I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> On our next episode, because nobody wants to hear about your steak running bloody. Your bloody steak. <laughs> Why are you hating? No. Okay, well, that's our random conversation done. <laughs> no humming this time. No humming. Yeah, one of our many friends out here. <laughs> Apparently, we're humming too we're not much. Humming. We're not even humming. Singing we sing is, a lot, though. Singing is part of life. And singing is our passion. I'm trying to be a singer so. exactly and i'm just here she's my hype man so sometimes yep 
And I've got a good voice, I think. What do you think? I think, I think with some help, you could be good. What help, though? Like, I'm... A, a vocal coach. You know, I don't need no vocal yes, coach. Yes, you do. <laughs> Let's not lie. You think? If you... No, if you... I can... Got I can a vocal sing. coach. Mm-hmm. To actually help you to like stabilize my tone, yes, yeah, stuff oh, like techniques. that. What techniques do you need? Did you be wobbly? You think? <laughs> Go on, do us a tune. Okay, give me a tune. Any any song, any song. <clears throat> give me a tune. Try give a Beyonce me... song. Try a Beyonce. Why are you no, but what Beyonce song is there? No, I'm doing a I'm doing a beat for you because you said give you a beat. No, give me a song that I can sing. I'll give you a song. Like, do um, I know the lyrics of? Do um, Beyonce dance for you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna <laughs> see that wobble. Wait, yeah, sorry, because I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous, right? I'm not a performer. Right. <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna dance for you. Whoa, whoa. Tonight I'm gonna dance for you. <laughs> I see Thank that. you. Thank you, everybody. Wobble. You think it's wobbling? <laughs> a little bit. I just need to stabilize my voice. I do exactly. get a bit. A vocal coach. <laughs> you can get there. Oh, you get got me potential. One for Christmas, you then. got potential. Oh, That's you. you got potential you see that well, you you've got you've got see that you got, that there's potential there who, who wants to help her out because listen we can make some, money this is a passion of hers yeah it's a really big passion <laughs> big passion okay anyway <laughs> let's get to the main bits now right the real topic the real reason why we're here right so today we are going to discuss mm-hmm. drum roll please Oh, boom, chicka, uh, 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 counseling. Counseling. Yes. So, um, we have quite different opinions on this topic, and we just want to share them with you because they're top, uh, because they're opinions that I feel like people mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. You know, and on I counseling. think yeah, and I think the opinions on counseling. Um, can really vary, but I think a lot of people are opposing, are on the yeah. opposing side of therapy. And I guess not a lot of people know what counselling is. Counselling is because everyone's like, oh, you should just go to counselling. You should just go to counselling. You should just go right. to counselling. Mm. Without actually knowing what it is. What it or is, like, you need therapy. You need therapy. Do. Yeah. Or seek help. What it's for. But no one knows exactly what you're mm-hmm. doing in counselling. So we'll just give a brief sort of overview. Yes. Or no, actually, we'll tell you the purpose of counselling. From Google. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, because I guess there's different types of um, modalities and stuff. Yeah. So there's psychotherapy and all of that, and there's mm, yeah. mm-hmm. there's different types of counselling. Yeah. Um, but generally, why would somebody go to counselling? What's the purpose of counselling? Mm-hmm. Is it just to sit there and talk? It can be. It can be. Or is there more to it? Okay, so I'm just mm-hmm. gonna talk about three point no four points maybe about what counselling could be for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So counselling is basically, um, yeah, well, it's a thera- therapeutic intervention <clears throat> for yep. um, mental health. So it can be quite complex mental health. So mm-hmm. like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. or like severe depression or anxiety. It can be literally anything, anything really. Relationship, yeah. difficulties, yeah. Um, communication, mm-hmm. interpersonal, all that stuff. Yeah. So the main, well, it's not really the main um, point, but... One of the um, reasons for, or the purpose for counselling 
is to actually assist patients or an, an individual to be more aware of their emotional state mm-hmm. um, and also understand when they're experiencing distress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I just clarify? Yeah. Um, counseling is not strictly uh, limited to people with mental health problems. Oh, yes. BT dubs, like you don't have to be depressed, you don't have to be anxious or mm-hmm. have PTSD mm-hmm. to go to counseling. You could literally go to a counselor to talk. Yeah. Like if you're going through stress and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so don't get the impression that, oh, so I don't fit the criteria of depression. Yeah. I can't really. I shouldn't yeah, no, have stress, a stress is actually an interesting one as well because we we see a lot of people in our workplace who like stress. Oh, yeah. Like patients come in with mm-hmm. stress that don't necessarily have clinical depression, mm-hmm. but still. Obviously, impacts, it on, impacts your, their, on your mood. On their mood and also being able to do things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, it's just to be aware of their emotional state. So, Sometimes people find it really hard to identify how they feel and yeah. why they feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young people find it really hard to understand why they feel certain like feelings yeah. or have certain thoughts. Um, when I assess like people under 18, I find it so difficult. To, so hard. Uh, to find what the main issue is because they can't actually identify uh, it's it. Like, it's like just this constant flat feeling i think that's the best way i can describe it mm. like you're like so are you feeling low i don't know yeah or um like, why sure. have you stopped it i'm not sure i just can't be bothered and i'm just that thinking... kind of numbness like flat yeah. feeling and it's so hard because i'm like what is making you feel this way and it's so I'd... it can and be you don't fun. know yeah, you don't know and they don't it's like they don't know but um i guess they don't have enough insight into their own emotions that yeah they don't really know how to make sense of it basically like uh-huh. connect the dots basically exactly um, so yeah a lot yeah it's really annoying like, oh, i don't know i don't yeah cause like, do you feel anxious then mm, not sure not sure but, and it's not like necessarily like um a specific answer as to why yeah. it could actually be a bunch of things that yeah. that create it like mm-hmm. um just lead them mm-hmm. to feeling this way mm-hmm. um and it can be annoying for us assessors because we're like what is the problem mm. but they they actually don't know that's why they come to us yeah exactly for assessment assess you yeah, yeah. Mm. um and then another part of you know the reason for counselling is to sort of just help um you know the person who's there the individual to learn more about expressing their emotions safely to themselves and to other people mm-hmm. um and therefore they can be more aware of their personal boundaries as well and just protect that um so it's all about sort of I think in this sense, it's all about understanding your emotions, but then how do you express that safely? Mm, and when I mean mm-hmm. safely, um, you know, everyone's emotions is expressed differently. So if someone's really upset or feels low, that might be expressed through anger yeah. or irritability, mm-hmm. or they might lash out. Um, yeah. Or even do other things that are dangerous, such as drink or... Yeah, drink, take drugs. drugs. And yeah, so it's just about how mm. can they express their emotions sa- safely to themselves so yes I and feel gain sad. an insight and gain an insight but also express it to other people so when they do feel low they know how to express that yeah without you know harming them harming themselves or yeah. harming another person really right yeah um and the next point is that it allows the person to also address um you know things that have happened in the past mm-hmm. and also present and um learn more about sort of what they're frustrated about um, instead of sort of repressing mm-hmm. their needs yeah. as well. Yes. So 
yeah, again, with counselling, you get to discuss what's happened in the past, your childhood, in a bit more detail. Yeah. Um, yeah. How that contributes to how you feel now. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I guess, is a good way, instead of sort of putting everything <laughs> at the back of your head. And, yeah, repressing. Yeah. So, what do you think, Kimmy? Um, I think with counselling, like everything in life, you have to do your part of the work as mm. well. Like, a lot of people think going to counselling will then solve my problems Mm. the counsellor will cure me like i'll stop having these thoughts because my counsellor said so Mm -hmm. um it's not the case at all you you have to actually do your own bit as well and do your own like work on Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. um so i think that's a big misconception Mm -hmm. on counselling and like um the help that you can receive from a professional Mm. and like you said with um being able to express yourself i think it's a good way to um tell someone in, mm-hmm. in confidential because it's literally in the counsellor or the therapist yeah. Yeah. Um, like they, they're bound by that kind. that's kind of a law for, for therapy yeah. is that it's, you keep it confidential you don't tell mm-hmm. no one else and so it's, it's a safe space to yeah. be able to tell them whatever without being judged mm. unless of course you're hurting another person or mm-hmm. you are in a position where you're being hurt um, physically yeah. um, if someone's in danger then obviously mm-hmm. that's when they have to tell someone else else, but in any case if it's nothing of that nature then it's actually a good place to to just let out Mm. pretty much everything but i know that sometimes that that can bring up a bunch of things as well like that can bring up a bunch of emotions that you don't want to deal with yeah no exactly yeah so those are sort of the points in terms of what's the purpose of counseling before anyone gets a bit confused as to why you would want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very brief, by the way, so obviously there's more reasons mm-hmm. as to why counselling is um, perfect for you if you're going through difficult times. Um, but yeah, just general sort of views. Mm-hmm. Um, I think counselling's not for everyone, though. I don't think it is. I think it's effective for a lot of people, mm. but not for others. I thought, like, I, I read a lot of tweets and I was like, oh, people need counselling, everyone needs counselling. Right. And at first I agreed... But now I don't think I do agree with that. Why? Well, I personally... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I personally yeah. think counsel- like, I'm. I don't know. I'm probably going to sound a bit of, like a hypocrite right now. But I think I would always tell people if you're going through a difficult time and you need to talk to somebody, you know, do you go mm. to counselling. Mm-hmm. But would I do that? Would you? No. Why not? I wouldn't, actually. You know, I was looking. Mm-hmm. There was a time when... Um, I was going through some really yeah. difficult things with my emotions myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was looking. Remember, I was looking like yeah. a couple episodes back. Because I was going to start looking for you. Yeah. And I was looking a bit pricey. <laughs> it was looking pricey. I yeah. think that put me off a little bit. But Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I was looking. And then I just thought, oh. do you mm. know what stopped me? What stopped you? The reason I just didn't bother even looking anymore it was the fact that I knew I, if I start this, then I have to actually address things that mm-hmm. will make me sad, mm-hmm. I think. Like, it will open up a Pandora a box, basically. Yeah. Pandora box, and literally let everything out. And mm-hmm. then I have to deal with all of that, that again mm-hmm. yeah. on my own. And, and I think with me, it's more like the things that I have sort of suppressed mm-hmm. are not real to me. Yeah. They're not real. That didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. So... If I start to talk about it with this counsellor... It's going to be real. It's going to be real. And then I have to address those feelings. Mm-hmm. And then how will that affect me? Like, will I be stable after that? Will it break me down even more? Mm-hmm. 
So I thought, no, nah, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> because I'm just gonna cover that up. Yeah. You know, forget about it even more. Keep pushing it back until... It comes it... back up again. Yeah, and then we keep pushing it back again until, no. you know... <laughs> no. But, um... Don't listen to her. <laughs> well, yeah, don't listen to me. But um, this is an example of what not to do. But, um, yeah, that's my plan. So that mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with it. Because next year, I've got a lot of things that I need to do. And I just don't want to mm-hmm. be dealing with mm-hmm. my emotions half of the year. Yeah. Basically, feeling yeah. upset. It's it's one of those journeys that you have to mm-hmm. embark on when once you're ready. Because there's but no when rush. when will you be ready? Because when you're in a good mood, when you're happy, mm-hmm. will you be ready for counselling then? You don't want to... Um, now start thinking about things that make you feel sad. I suppose do you? you won't go unless you you're won't go low. exactly, or unless your actions are starting to affect. Yeah, other I think that's when I I would go, mm-hmm. but it hasn't really. I think it hasn't affected other people. It's more it's affected me. Mm-hmm. But I'm quite um, I'm really good at managing like my that, emotions a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. even when it's like difficult. I'm yeah. still able to do things regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a mini breakdown, mm, cry, cry, oh my God. And then wipe my tears and get on with it. Get on with it, That's yeah. how I've always yeah. been. Or like yeah. at night, maybe I'll just cry into my pillow really hard. And then, then I'll be, I'll like, turn on my Netflix and I'm, work. you know, watching, yeah. yeah, back to work the next day as well. Yeah. And then we do the same that's thing. That's not healthy, baby. It's not healthy. It sounds really unhealthy now I'm saying it. But that's how I've always dealt with things. It, yeah. And it's, I'm doing okay. <laughs> do you not want like a different way of managing? Mm, I mean, a more a way that you won't have to cry and actually rationalize and be like, I understand that that's what has happened and it's making me feel this way, but it's not how it is now. Mm. Like to just be able to think that and then boom, you're fine. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no, because you have to be, I think you need to be at a point where you can really like, yeah. Because let's, when you go to counselling, you're, you're, I've never been, Kim, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, Kim's been to counselling and she mm-hmm. understands what sort of goes on there, the process, mm. but I've never been. And in my head, it looks like I'm going to sit there and talk to someone yeah. and, you know, talk about things that have happened in the past. Yeah. Things that, you know, it's weird as well. Things that you talk about the past, but then you start to remember things that yep. you really suppressed. Yeah. <laughs> then you think, wow, did you that actually happen? Piece things together. Yeah. And then everything yep. starts... Girl, That's I ain't ter- got time. <laughs> no, I haven't got the. I it's can't a terrifying do it. process. It's very scary to me because it's terrifying. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Like I can manage my own mm-hmm. emotions now, mm-hmm. but then to deal with a lot more from the past. Mm-hmm. Why, when it's in the past, though? Why do I need to address that? Because okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good question. Yes, you know a lot of people kind of have like for me for example i went to counseling for not for no reason because mm. something happened in the past yeah and the way that it came about wasn't easy it wasn't like slow gradual kind mm. of deterioration mm-hmm. it was like hard mm. it came like it was like boom here's what happened mm. here's i'm gonna reveal to you what happened mm-hmm. and that would set off ptsd mm. and that, that that's what happened to me i had flashbacks mm. Um, and flashbacks are scary you guys it's not just like sudden onsets of memory it's not that Mm -mm. it's like flashback is where you literally feel the same like how you felt when Mm. that trauma happened I was in the same place the same thing was happening to me I can Mm. smell I can see I can hear everything it was like you're being thrown back in time weird because you 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 can't imagine it unless you've been through it yes but this is what people like soldiers for example they go back to that Mm -hmm. time of where and they sometimes even behave 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe oh, I think I read. There was a guy in town. Mm-hmm. They called him um, Tiger Man or something. He oh was gosh, a veteran. Oh gosh, yes. He walked around in his yes. um, in his uniform. Yes. And people would like make the shooting motion <gasps> at him because he. Because oh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes he would. Oh, oh my gosh, I remember. Sometimes he would hide behind bins and like really act like he was <gasps> in in, in, the, in war. And I was as a kid, I was like, he's playing. But now I think about oh it, yeah. Oh my gosh, Tiger! Oh my yeah. gosh, I forgot about that. Now that I think about it, I'm like, he was damn. In town, like, as in, yes. he'd be hiding behind bins and like yeah. and pretending to like to be shooting and people shoot back. Kind of thing. Like his posture would be as if he was a soldier again with a gun in his like with a rifle in his arm. Flipping out. That's what I mean, like. Yeah, that's what they call it. Is it shell shock or something? Shell. They used to call it shell shock, but they found the new name for it, what which is PTSD. Oh yeah. Yeah. I should know this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's what flashbacks are, and you can even behave in that time. Yeah. Like because if they guy. hear like loud noises, it yeah, triggers them it as triggers, well. It triggers your behavior. It's, oh it's my weird. Gosh. It's a weird phenomenon. It's like, the brain, man. It's so complex. Like yeah, and it's honestly. like um, the flashbacks, and then you you're hyper vigilant. Like mm-hmm. at that time, I was like something bad is happening something bad is happening i was on on edge was, my my family's gonna die mm. my friends are gonna die mm. it was like really bad mm. catastrophizing yeah. i always always sat next to the door um in a room i'd be closest to a door mm. where there's a window if there was no window or door i wouldn't go in there if there was no window i wasn't not going in there mm. the only mm. place would be my house yeah but it's safe it's safe yeah so it was like a lot of safety yeah. behaviors like sitting yeah. next to the door and stuff like that but ptsd happens because when you were going through the trauma mm. the mind couldn't really deal with that mm. so it did it mm. coped the best way that it could which was to shut down yeah. and just be like this ain't happening right now yeah. we're just gonna chuck this right back yeah we're gonna bury this in your brain because mm-hmm. this didn't happen yeah and then years later or it can even be six months later that mm. you experience it the flashbacks come and that's how your brain's slowly mm. um processing this mm-hmm. trauma it's like okay so this is bits of what happened now you have to know consciously yeah. this is what happened um and during that time i was like crying i was mm. like withdrawing from my friends i wasn't talking to no one mm-hmm. i couldn't concentrate on my uni work this was second year as well mm-hmm. the toughest year oh my gosh that year was so tough it was hell yeah <laughs> um and like it was just horrible and that's what made me like I didn't even go counselling properly mm. until maybe last year. So that was like two, almost two years two later. Years, yeah. Because even though the PTSD subsides, the depression stays. Mm. Because you haven't managed that. Yeah. Like you might be familiar with what happened, but you haven't processed. You haven't, you haven't accepted what happened. Well. Yeah. yeah. And that's what led to my counselling, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it doesn't always happen like that for mm-hmm. people. Some people, it's a slow burner. Like they can just feel mm-hmm. depressed. But yeah. feel some days feel okay that they don't need to go counselling, mm. or they they can suppress how they're feeling constantly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it is terrifying mm-hmm. to go and speak to someone about how you feel because they do ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like when my first session was terrifying. What was it like? Jan was like, so try and tell me a bit of your history, and that's when it came out. So this is Bro. what I can't do. <laughs> I couldn't even hold it in. I had, to, I had to just let it go. I was just like, cry. I was hysterical. Really? I was like crying. I was like, this happened and that happened. Mm. And like, I think she wanted to cry for me. <laughs> and yeah, the first few sessions it. was, it was like that. Because I know the sessions. first sessions will be like, you have to yeah. sort of explain. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, yeah. And I feel like I'll start at one point and then, 
many other little points will come out yeah. as well. And that's what happened throughout my sessions. Um, loads of little things just kept resurfacing for ages yeah. until we got all the pieces to the bigger picture and mm. then we could process that all mm. together. Like one session I'd be like, oh, I remember this happened. Mm. And oh, I remember my grandma said this. Mm. And then she would be like, so that's where A and B came from. Oh. They connect. They, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. That brought on a, a plethora of problems Ooh. for me, mm. like interpersonal problems. Mm. I couldn't communicate. Mm-hmm. I'm a passive person. Like when someone is like quiet and yeah. negative, I think it's my fault. It was mm. like self-esteem and b- yeah. a bunch of it's different. A lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it literally feeds into literally everything. And that's probably why I'm... I wouldn't... I'm not, by the way, guys, I'm not against counselling because I think mm-hmm. it, it's really helpful. Yeah. And it's definitely helped Kimmy. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not against it. I'm saying that I'm not... Uh, am ready. I not ready? I just think mm. even... I just... You know what? I'm just probably not even brave enough to do it. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly. I'm just not brave I, enough because I know... Mm, mm. Maybe it's like... I'm, I wouldn't say I'm strong, but I'm really good at like managing, managing. now and mm-hmm. how I feel... Mm-hmm. that I don't know I'm so strong like I can do it now but that if something really bad sort of came back and I had to sort of remember all of that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. I would break down completely and then I'm yeah. finished yeah because then I wouldn't be able to pick myself up and then that's it but it's that's what that's what you that's think though that's, that's no honestly that's <laughs> what you think over. that's what that's how it really felt like for me I'm like even though I kind of dealt with the worst part of yeah. it which was in uni I still had to then go back two years after, mm. go through it again. Mm-hmm. But that time around wasn't as bad because um, this time I knew that I survived last time without mm-hmm. no one. Mm-hmm. This time I have a counsellor who mm-hmm. can then kind of guide me through mm-hmm. it. Like I wouldn't force, I wouldn't like force someone to go counselling. You, you can never do I, that. Actually. I would only show or express mm. my experience and hope that it does something mm. for someone because it did help me a lot. Um... And I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm a little bit different to how I was like I think so. two, three years ago, because um, there's a lot of practices that you can, that you probably wouldn't know by yourself or mm. wouldn't be able to practice by yourself. Someone's mm-hmm. kind of like there to push you to do it. Guide you as well, yeah. But it's one of those things that if you're not ready or you don't think you need it, don't go. But all I'm saying is, if a trauma is that bad that it, sometimes it comes up again and again and again. And you kind of have a mini mm. breakdown again and again and again. Triggering. When will be the... <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, you manage it, but then in the future, if you have kids, what's going to happen? How are you going to manage that? Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, that's what scared me. Mm. That's what made me think, oh my gosh, I need to sort this out now before I have kids. Because if mm. I have kids, it's going to be mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it can come out in other ways, like... Um, you can keep pushing down your your feelings, but it'll come out in substance misuse. Yeah. Um, you can go get into toxic relationships mm. where someone won't treat you right and you'll accept that. You can oh, go into, no. like, toxic friendships. Yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. You can get angry, like you said earlier. Yeah, anger. You could, like, your behaviours could then turn toxic towards others, but you're unaware yeah. of it. <laughs> Because, yeah, no, it's true. Because maybe something that's happened in your childhood has taught you to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and behave in a certain way. Maybe you've learnt it somewhere, but you don't even realise you've learnt yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's all about sort of repressing, you know. Mm. Um, and I think that's what I'm doing. 
I'm repressing mm. all those memories mm-hmm. to the point where it actually sometimes it doesn't feel real. Sometimes I don't mm-hmm. know if I've just dreamt something. Or if it's real. If it's actual real. Yeah. Like, if it's real. And right. that's, you know what it's called? Dissociative amnesia. Oh, yeah. I actually remembered it now. It's like um, a state of in denial, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, you can actually push back memories so far that you don't remember it, it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I've done that with some parts where... But bits are coming back. Yeah, bits come mm-hmm. back. Like, I have little, like, memories of, like, when I was younger and stuff. But then sometimes I feel like, was that a dream? Or was yeah, it real? And it not happen? all the time it's bad. Like, sometimes not the memories are not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they might just be a bit upsetting, but they're not bad. Yeah. Um, but then I'm not sure if it happened. Like, yeah. Sometimes I will tell, like, um, I'll, I'll tell somebody about, like, my childhood, like, good memories. Yeah. But then I'm, I think to myself, was that actually... How it went? Well, how it oh went? Oh, my or gosh, did I, that's literally me. Did I sort of make that up? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Triggering. <laughs> No, honestly, I think, like, once I, did, I, I don't know who I was talking to. Does that apply to the good stuff or the bad stuff? Uh, both. Both. Yeah, so for me, it blurs sometimes. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, like, for uh, me, it applies to the good stuff. Really? It, now that I think about it, right, when I think of my childhood, I only remember the bad. Only. Mm. The good stuff that I remember is comes in bits. But then I think, did I make that up? Or is that what I wanted mm. it to be? Mm. Did it actually go that way? Like, do you know what I mean? Because the bad bits are so strong and overshadowed absolutely everything. Oh, I see, yeah. Mine's the other like... way. Mine's, or I can remember the good bits and then sometimes I have flashes of the bad, the bad bits. Okay. And I'm like, did that happen? Like, yeah. that's why I'm a bit, I think that's what made me feel quite sad recently. Mm, and I was like, mm. did that happen kind of thing. Um, and to accept that it might have happened is like yes. hard. Yeah. Yes, so we kind of got there now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I no, think the good true. bits come out. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, because I'm quite, I'm a, can't like, I'm a, I'm a bit of a dreamer. I do imagine a lot of situations. Yeah. So I used to do that quite a lot when I was a kid. Like yeah. Like, make up situations. But that's what happens when you're traumatised as a kid. Girl. You make up, <laughs> I make up a lot of situations and scenarios that sometimes feel really real. Mm-hmm. And then, that's sometimes, I remember that. But I'm not sure if it's real or not. Did that actually happen? Did I have, did I go to the, that park, for example, with yes. my, my family? Or did I oh not? Or gosh, did I imagine yes. that I was going? And it's, sometimes I really doubt my own memory. I'm not sure if some of the childhood memories I've had yes, are actually real. Are actually real. And when people like describe their childhood, like, oh yeah, I remember I went to this, I watched this movie. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I used to watch Nickelodeon, I did all of that. Sometimes I can't really did remember. I? Yeah. Did I do like, that? Like, I'm not sure if I did or I'm using other people's memories to build mm. my own story. Do you know what I used, I Mic think. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's triggering mm. because... My um my grandma used to tell me like family members would be like you did this as a child and you did that mm. and like my cousin would be like remember we used to do this mm. and I'm like I can't remember but yeah 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 I must have done that so now the next time someone asks me what was your childhood like you, yeah I yes. went to play with my what's the truth what, <laughs> what is the truth oh my gosh, no yes <laughs> do you know when I went back to Amsterdam to see my my grandma and I went to some concert um my I was hanging out with my auntie mm-hmm. and then. She was just telling me about when I was younger that I was doing this and this. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I was at an age that I should have remembered that moment. Mm. And I was just sitting there, I was looking, I was thinking, I can't even remember. Did, I? Did yeah. I do that? And she's like, do you not remember? And I was thinking, mm. I guess so. I, I don't know. I like, I yeah, I must have done that kind of thing. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I remember I used to, um, like, uh, she used to feed me and all that stuff, like, when I was younger mm-hmm. and look after me. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say some stuff and I couldn't really remember, but then I'll try and remember and make up what it would look like and mm-hmm. then somehow... I think it's real, it's but real, yeah. there's a lot of things that I think I just don't remember anymore. I've actually you dissociated just, yeah. so much that 
That's it. And it's quite sad because when people talk about their childhood being all happy and good. Oh, it's cute, isn't it? It's so cute, but then mine doesn't nice. really seem like that. Mine looks, mine's very like scattered. Uh-huh. My childhood is so scattered and probably because I've moved around a lot so as well. So many places. Yeah, I've moved Same. to so many places. Mm. Um, stayed with different people as well right. kind of thing. So mm. it's you all over. remember what, what Yeah, it's all real. over the place, like. Guys, this is what happens when you get moved around as a child. Honestly. It's it's tough. Like It's actually tough. But, I went to different schools. Yeah. Like, yeah. Different people like, um, there's four of us, four of us siblings. Mm. Um, and we're all scattered between my grandmas, um, both my grandmas, mm. so and they were both different provinces, like completely yeah. different regions of the country. I was sent away to my mum's mum, she was the stricter grandma, mm. for like a whole three years. Little my little sister was a bit younger than me and she kept with my dad's mum. Mm. And then my older siblings were here in the UK with my mum and my dad was out like oh, yeah, sailing. sailing. We yeah. were all scattered. Mm. And even before that, my older siblings had different nannies. Like, mm. they just had... And not in a rich way, guys. This is literally because no, 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 no. <laughs> this is literally because my parents were working full time, and we had to like try and get cheap nannies. And they used to do stuff like steal from my mom. They used to steal mm. like jewelry, and like not even look after them properly. Well, you get people like that, don't it? That's right. Yeah. So that's that's I suppose that's the result of being moved around and not having a single base. Like I think people who had positive memories well, like live in that. one place. <laughs> Yeah. One place with the same people. Same people. I mean, I can't speak for everyone. Maybe that's not your experience, yeah. but that's what I can imagine. Yeah, that's what it would look like to me. Yeah, because <laughs> I I didn't have that, you know. Yeah. Like obviously, when we moved here, back from, from Amsterdam to the UK, mm-hmm. then we were all like all together together. Yeah, same. But it was just me and my my brother. I ha- I have three brothers, so the other ones weren't born yet. Yeah. And um, the youngest, the two youngest ones weren't born, so it was just me and my brother. But before that, we like lived in Amsterdam. My mom had to obviously come here, sort things out, um, and everything. But I was mm, left mm. with my. Uh, I would, is she my? Aunt? Uh, I call her my auntie, but she's like my mom's you don't cousin. Know, yeah, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know if they're yeah, related. Yeah, so I was left or... there with. So me and my brother stayed there with. Um, so she lived in my house, but she was looking after us basically with my brother. Mm. And honestly, I think I've zoned out so much from that point. I don't really remember a lot. But, you don't. Um, it was actually, I think that was probably a really hard time for me because mm. um, at one point I didn't know, like, I wasn't really close to my mum as well because I didn't really, I felt like I didn't know her. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she's moved around and stuff and, and yeah. she was sorting out stuff in the UK. I didn't really spend a lot of time with her. Mm. So I didn't really know her. So when she did come to visit us quickly um, to see how we were and it stuff. It was just like, yeah, hi. I just like, It's like another auntie. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, you know, it's so weird. And I think stuff like that sometimes pops up in my head a little bit and I'm just like, can't really remember everything. Did I? Yeah. But, um, That's yeah, that was a hard with, yeah. time. And I was young. I was probably like six because I came here when I was seven. Same. I was young, but I actually, that was probably my most vivid. I remember stuff like that a little bit really? clearer, like things like that I can remember better than when, what um, I did last week. <laughs> my, yeah, it's, mm. it's weird because when I think of my childhood, I think of the, obviously the bad stuff. But yeah. My real child. this is what my counselor said to mm. me, my real childhood started when I was seven, when I, when we all moved here as a family. I think that's when my that's real when childhood. That's when my real, because that's when the, the good stuff happened. Like yeah. me and my little sister was close. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? We were all reunited as siblings. Mm. That's where I lived like mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. Whereas before that, it was like kind of like a child, but like a traumatised child. I lost. <laughs> lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a weird yeah i think it's weird i've not really well both of us haven't really had proper stable childhoods anyway mm. so um, yeah i think it was 
I don't blame my parents. No, I just no. think it's the best way that they could have handled of the course, situation. I think so. Because back then was tough in terms of poverty and having to work and stuff like that. It's never easy. Especially moving to a whole new country is never easy oh, anyway. It's like, the adjustment is just yeah. difficult. Yeah. But yeah, what... Um, you you wanted to play a clip. Oh, I wanted to play a clip. We wanted to play this a clip. This is what actually made us think about this. Yeah. Because I was watching. I don't know if you guys watch ZZ Mills. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but um. Oh my gosh, let me get it up. Let I mean, me... it's all over the timeline. She did an interview with AC. Yeah. AC. AC. We'll play a little clip of him. His opinion on um. Counseling. Help. I'm gonna live my life how I see fit. Do you like suffer from? Like mental illness? Absolutely. PTSD, depression. Post-traumatic stress disorder. And have you ever got help? Help from where? No, no, there's no such thing as help. What, what is help? Do you want me to be section like Trevor? I get fed with fucking medicine every two seconds. I'm not a guinea pig. Do you understand? There's no such thing as help. Like you turn to God, you turn to, you turn to your family, you turn to, you find, you, you seek help somewhere else. No, but you what can, help? You can... White from a white man? No, you what can, what, what you help can... are they going to give me? Feed me medication? No, but you can go to a counsellor. Fuck a counsellor. There's nothing a counsellor. You, listen... There's only so much, right, you can understand a person that's been through a certain ordeal. Fuck what you heard, counsellor. Where have you been? Like, when I was, when I see family members get killed, all that stuff there. Like, when I see stuff that I shouldn't have seen. So, you as a counsellor, you haven't seen my life. You but haven't seen the eyes of my... Yeah, but sometimes yeah, it's you good can to talk, talk I, I, about I, it. I push that out through my music, and, and I'm very selective as to who I, I open up to and stuff. Like, for example, even just me admitting that I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, that's a big thing. Yeah. Many people look and think, oh, right, listen, but I don't give a fuck. Talk shit, I'll bang you. It's that real. It's scary. Do you understand? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was just a, a quick clip um, about AC. And obviously, when I was watching that uh, interview, it's quite, it's quite sad. It's... <laughs> He's mm-hmm. a hurt person, I can mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. He's very hurt, and you can tell in the way he reacts to things um, as well. Mm-hmm. And he even said it, it himself, he's been dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder and yeah. depression. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is interesting about what he said, so the interviewer, Zizi, she was like, um, why don't you get help or talk to a counsellor? And he is just like, no. Yeah. You know, just what's the point? Up, what's like, the no. point of it? Yeah. What's talking going to do? I've already seen people die. What's that yeah. going to do? It's, I think there's a um, there's no understanding. Mm. I think that's where it comes from. No understanding of what counselling is. Yeah. And I think there's a negative view anyway on uh, professions like yeah, that. Like doctors, mm. nurses, mm-hmm. um, therapists. There's a negative view on them. Yeah. Um, he did mention in there, take medication. Oh, yeah. That's and he's a guinea <laughs> pig as well. Stigma right Again, there with yeah. medication. Yeah. Um, uh, this is what I'm saying. It's probably because of um, back in the days of how people yeah, who were uh-huh. un, uh, mentally unwell were treated. Were treated, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why he said sort of guinea pig, and yeah. you know, mm. because back in those days, that is know, what happened. We we can talk about that in a bit, another episode about the history. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, that's that is what happened. So the stigma surrounding medication is still alive. Yeah, it doesn't come from it, nowhere. It doesn't it's, come from nowhere. Yeah, mm. it's still there. People to this day say, oh, I don't want to. I want to manage my mood without any medication which is great obviously yeah of course um but you know there's a lot of negative views about oh don't i'm not you know mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. that unwell that i need medication, medication. You know, i yeah, can do this myself right. you know it's it's it's, a, it's like 
uh, I'm just gonna say this. I had medi. I was taking medication for a mm. long time. Actually, mm. the first time ever was in second. No, third year. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? Seventeen. Also, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Um, I came off them after six months, thinking I was feeling fine, and I was mm. fine for a bit until I was triggered again and I had to get back on them, and as well as counselling, mm. and. Um, medication obviously is not for everyone it's stigmatised I put a stigma on myself when yeah. I first started taking yeah. it I didn't tell no one I didn't tell my family I no when one you told knew. me yeah I told you yeah I broke down I was like yeah mate I don't know why cause I don't know if it's stigma I, cause but I it is because then you think oh my gosh my friend's that bad she had to take medication yeah I think that's the way it was, was oh, like, oh no. no instead of thinking that's good it's good yeah I was very crying like, I was like oh my god no. <laughs> no I was like oh no this actually you're gonna be sectioned <laughs> Now I was. That's when I was so. I remember that day. I was like, no. I remember that. Is- that. that was a rough day. I came home crying because I was like, oh, I'm so yeah, bad. I, like, I have to take these medications. Yeah, when she said medication, I was like, and I was Damn. so scared to take them. I was like, I was does this mean? Because it made it real. Cause it was like, does this mean I'm like mentally unwell? Like, does this mean that I'm mm. like really one of those people who get sectioned and need to take mm. medication? And that was a stigma that I put on myself and my family and. Yep. and and stuff like that. It's but actually, it was the quickest way to stabilize my mood. Mm. It worked after three weeks. And I was not crying every day. I was not mm. anxious every Sometimes day. Sometimes you need that as well to just yeah. get onto being able to even express how you feel in counseling exactly. as well. So. Exactly. If you're that yeah. bad that you, your mind's all over the place, medication is okay for to stabilize mm. things. It just gets things going. Mm-hmm. So you can actually function. You can get yeah. out of bed. Yeah. Um, you can stop worrying about, well, not stop, but like it's yeah. not as bad. Um, just for the record, I took sertraline. That's like mm. the standard that they give you um, yeah. if you're depressed, anxious, whatever. Mm-hmm. They also give citalopram. That's a little bit stronger. Yeah. They give that in smaller dosage. And fluoxetine. Fluoxetine, yeah. that one's even more strong. That's that for like, strong. if you want to get onto strong, that's venlafaxine. If someone oh gives you that... <laughs> You need counselling. Yeah, there's there's obviously <laughs> different types of antidepressants and yeah, um, yeah. But it, it it did help me like, and I took it for the whole course of my counselling because I think if you take them together, that's when it's most probably. Effective. Like yeah. I said, you know how I said I'm scared because then I have to deal with all these emotions mm-hmm. by myself. That's what you need meds um, for to stabilise. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm ready, guys. If, if you're not ready, but that's we'll it. see how it goes. I was, yeah, I think, yeah, it's so weird because in the last couple of episodes, I was like, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. And then now I'm just like, I'm not. But it's because, a, yeah. yeah. I think I'm okay now because I'm getting to a point mm-hmm. where I'm a bit more okay. Like, I'm yeah. not having breakdowns. But um, If you don't need it, like, it's something that you have to think about. It's probably, it's something I do have to think about. And I think it's something I will one day have to sort of address. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just don't know when. When, yeah, exactly. And hopefully before I have children, to be honest, because... Then it becomes probably more difficult. I mean, you don't know. Some people can skate through life with trauma and not actually, not actually, overtly Mm. deal with it. Yeah, Um, that's true. That's the point of repression that I just don't know. Yeah, it's true. Because that's like, well, you know what? I think, (laughs) I think a lot of people have done that. I think even parents. Yeah, our parents probably have done that. Have seen things and they've never had any treatment. You know, yeah. and again, that's another episode. <laughs> but that begs a question, but, um, though. That like, does. do mm. is it because mental health was so stigmatized and there was no access to it back then that they've kind of had to live with it and have mm. learned and have themselves. To deal with it. Yeah. And now it's open now that it's a bit more like spoken about, and your people are more aware of it. Mm. And could it be like, the fact that maybe because they didn't deal with it as well, 
it has affected the way they sort of treat their children. Hmm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. One day. One day. Yeah, that one is because it's a a big one. Just because you're okay. Yeah. It's 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 interesting. Yeah, we're open about it now. Luckily, we we in fact we can talk about it. Not everyone can. I know people that listen to yeah our episodes still won't be able to talk about it. I mean, that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. We're just I think we're just open about it because we are surrounded by it. Every yeah. day at work mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but it yeah. is, it's, uh, a, a, yeah, it's a very touching subject. I think, to me, subject. talking about how you feel doesn't hurt anyone. It, it won't. It won't hurt anyone. I mean, physically. <laughs> no, yeah. It could no, give someone a heart attack. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it, won't, it won't hurt anybody, I guess, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, but a lot of people have this idea that if they speak about it, they're burdening other people. Mm. And again, it's all about they're just not really thinking about their self. They're thinking about how it will affect yeah. other people, which is... And that's yeah. what professionals are there for, yeah. though. You can off- offload on them. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true, because you're paying yeah. for them, yeah. and they know how to manage it. Mm. That's true. They won't take it to their back home. Like, no, they if won't. you speak to a friend or a family member, they're going to think about it as well. If you, if I, Every time I spoke to Jan... That was it. I left. I left my burden there. She probably there. left, she it, left there. it there. Yeah. She ain't gonna take it. She ain't gonna go home and be like, "Oh my gosh, Kim told me this." No way. She doesn't care. Yeah. No, it's true. It's actually true. Or even that, if they do feel, because sometimes people might tell me some sad stories when we're having an assessment. Oh yeah. But you can obviously talk about it during your supervision. Yeah. Or during exactly. our supervision. There's ways. Yeah. To ways. sort of offload and mm. deal with the emotions that you've, you know. Exactly. Taken in from other people as well. So yeah, I think you know it's not a bad thing to no. reach out for help. It's no. not. No, no, no. It's not bad. I think you have to look within you and see how you feel about it and why you feel this yeah. way towards. You might. It might have been you have had a bad um, experience with professionals because yeah. people do nurses, mm. doctors, counselors. Mm. You have bad experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that's another thing that plays into it, but. If you've never done it, you know, yeah. ask yourself, what are you scared of? Mm. Are you ready? Mm. Will you ever be ready? Will exactly. you ever need it? Yeah. Counseling's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. It's not. There's other there, modes. There are, yeah, that's true as well. There's other ways you can deal with mm. how you're feeling. It's not the only yeah. um, therapeutic intervention. It's really not. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, they have a intervention called EMDR. It's called oh, yeah. eye movement desensitization. <laughs> You've lost. I don't know. It. I don't EMD, know. It's it's when they Sorry. um the use movement. eye movements. Yes. So EMDR. they use eye movements to to process your trauma. I think that's a, I think that's amazing. Eye if it movement works. desensitization reprocessing. Yeah, and reprocessing. That's that for traumatized like people. Interesting. Re- okay. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Yeah. Psychotherapy kind of. Based. So that's that's kind of. Oh yeah, it's a form of psychotherapy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's not. Counseling is not for everyone. Yeah, there's different ways, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, there's different counseling services. If you're gonna look for it, yeah, go on a website called the BABCP. What's that sound for? The British Association of Counseling, counseling Psycho Psychotherapy. BABCP. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you can search for counselors there near your area. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the prices. Yeah. You can go on if you're having interpersonal um, issues, like with relationships, family relationships, romantic mm. friendships, and inclusion overall. Go to Relate. Relate is a good service for counseling, specifically for those kind of things. Mm. 
what else <laughs> no no i was thinking of even suggesting that website that's the website you should go on guys if you're looking for a counselor because a lot of people don't know where to find therapists mm. um, and then i don't know you need to really research because you might find one that is actually not, not. suitable mm-hmm. I, find, I do i've seen some really weird ones mm-hmm. online and i'm just like mm. yeah so do look properly um that the website we suggested um the therapists they are accredited yes and they are um, by the British um, Psychological Associ- yeah, Association, Association, so they're so, they're legit. Yeah, so um, you can yeah. use that to look for any counsellors if you are thinking of that and look yeah. at the prices. Call them up maybe, see what Just, they do, yeah, uh-huh. what their um, speciality rates. is as well, what mm. they focus on, their rates as well, their approach, and their yeah, approaches, where they are, all that stuff. Um, another one that I wanted to do is this is for more specific counselling. Um, this is for people who have may have experienced sexual trauma. Mm. So whether that's like things like uh, I should probably do a disclaimer. We'll do a disclaimer yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, things like rape, childhood um, trauma mm. in, of that nature, incest. Mm. Was it? Um, there's abuse. a yeah that yeah. kind of abuse. Yeah. You can actually have counselling for free through this yeah. um, service called Synergy. So if you just type in Synergy counselling. It should lead you to um, a service called Seric, so S E R I C C. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? So that stands for South Essex Rape Incest Crisis, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, they provide like free counselling, so you don't have to pay mm, for that, mm-hmm. and that really helps. Yeah. Um, can you think of any more? I'm just thinking of oh, if you're under the age of twenty five, there's a service known as YCT, mm-hmm. and they provide free counselling as well for anyone under that age, um, mm-hmm. as well that's dealing with you know depression mm-hmm. or trauma or anything like that. So they're mainly based for young adults and young people. Young, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're free as well. They're free. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was thinking of doing that, going that myself. YCT, yeah, because yeah. they do um, face-to-face and they, they do, do groups face-to-do. and things yeah. like that yeah. as well. So they're it? really good, apparently. So have a look. Those are the two main ones I was thinking. There is there is stuff In terms for... of free counselling. Yeah. It's not a lot. Out, it's not a lot. Unless, obviously, in terms of caring or oh, carers. But... There's, um, for domestic violence um, victims, there's places like CARA. C A R A. Mm. I can't remember what that stands for. Stands Is that for. safer places? What's... Safer places. Mm. Um, safer places. So if you just Google these places, their websites should come, come up, up and you can make away, like yeah. online referrals. Yeah. Um, they're usually free, aren't they? Or yeah, yeah. if you have questions, obviously call them up yeah. and ask yeah, what their places. services. But there are specific ones for sexual trauma, um, domestic violence yeah. for both men and women. Yeah. Um, for men, there's what's that? Oh, um, you know the one I'm talking about, right? I am thinking of one. With the website my... of the man like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm wishing. <laughs> I wish Damn. I had my... We should have a directory. We'll, we... Do you know what? We'll mm. make a directory. We'll share our works directory yeah. and um, let you know what services are out there. If you check our Twitter as well, we'll probably post some. We'll put it or there. Or maybe on our Instagram we can put we'll, some. We'll put it there. We'll um, put it everywhere. Everywhere so you guys can know. Or if. Um, obviously email us yep yeah confidentiality of the, course we wouldn't yeah the m word dot podcast one mm-hmm. at gmail.com yeah any questions or just dm us on twitter on our personal accounts on mm. our on our m word account there's literally no barriers to contacting us we're yeah, always everywhere. we're always open day and night 24 7 <laughs> 
Legit. Legit. So yeah, if anyone wants any or has any questions about this specific topic, feel free. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. We're friendly. We're friendly. Yeah, you don't have to go into specific details about what's happening. Just sort of. We're not asking you to. Even no, if no, you no. just think, have you got a service for this? We'll do our best yeah, to see, see and find. We'll find it for you. Um, obviously, there's Samaritans in crisis. If yep. you feel like you're gonna harm yourself. Yeah, please use those numbers if you feel you're at risk to yourself. One one six one two three. Is it? Yeah, that's Samaritan. I can't remember the crisis, it's long. Uh, no, that one's different for different yeah, areas. Yeah, different areas, yeah. So, yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. Um, I hope that helped. It wasn't supposed to be a sad topic. I know. It's not really. It's I mean, a it can be insightful. Yeah. yeah. Has it brought up emotions for you? Mm. Not that you... Not, not that ones, I'm aware not of. <laughs> not ones you haven't already been feeling. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but I'm okay. We're okay. I think, We're it's, na- I think it's my nap time, really. Oh, yeah, it's my okay. nap time coming up. All right, all right, we're out. So I'm, I'm out, <laughs> out to bed, into bed. Logging off. Logging off. Remember to stay Sign healthy. Out. And making, wait, what? Make serious topics yeah, a casual, casual chat. chat. I should know this by now. Well, we don't, so it's okay. Yeah. All right, guys. See you next episode. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.